Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are back live here on our world-famous Jiggy Jaguar Radio broadcast. And we are going to go to our next guest. He is going to join us, Mr. Gregory Wrightstone. And we got to find Gregory Wrightstone. Mr. Gregory Wrightstone, the biggest star in the business. Forget about what you've heard. Forget about what you've heard. Forget about... Ferrets and jello fights, forget about all the gerbils and batting cages, dogs and sanders, all the stuff. We are going to go to Mr. Gregory Wrightstone. And we turn the music off there, that would help. Okay, let's see. There we are. Okay. Let me try to find Mr. John Mosier here. Hey, look at that. Okay. Maybe. There we are. How are we doing? Pretty good, actually. Just give me a couple seconds here, and I'll pull up my co-host, and we will uh, get things rolling here. And uh, I, have a, I have a 3 o'clock. Oh, we won't be long. It'll be, it'll be probably 15, 20 minutes at most. Okay. So, and there's John. So good. We are good to go. We are back live here on Periscope, Facebook Live, <laughs> iHeartRadio, all the various spots. And uh, welcome to it. It is the afternoon edition of the world-famous Cheeky Check Wire Radio broadcast. And Gregory Wrightstone is with us today. He is a... Uh, Geologist, also best-selling author of Inconvenient Facts, the science that Al Gore doesn't want you to know about. And uh, Wrightstone has more than 35 years of experience researching and studying various aspects of the Earth's processes. And uh, we just celebrated Earth Day uh, a couple uh, days ago, Greg. Uh, there was, you know, I, I, I like Earth Day, but there's so many crazies. <laughs> that uh, have taken over this this day and turned it into something it's not. Tell us a little about this. Well, actually, I was today. I was supposed to be in Dallas, Texas, speaking at the EarthX convention, which is the largest Earth Day celebration anywhere in the world. They were expecting two hundred thousand people. Well, I'm in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, locked in house arrest, locked down <laughs> in my room, and. Uh, so I didn't make it. We're going to be doing a tell, but it was it was pretty cool to be invited to speak at an Earth Day celebration about uh, climate change skepticism. So we're getting the word out there. And again, I'm they call me a science denier or climate change denier, uh, <laughs> but I'm nothing of the. I'm a scientist. I mean, I yes. I am, and I I prevent present the science, the facts, and the data 
that dispute this idea of catastrophic man-made warming. And um, I find a lot of people, just about everybody I talk to, just there's they got this nagging suspicion in the back of their <laughs> mind that they're being lied to about, you know, too much rain, not enough rain, too many droughts, you know. You, you know the list. There's a laundry list longer than your leg uh, of <laughs> supposed what I call climate apocalypse events. And so, uh, but, but it's been interesting now in an age of COVID-19 uh, that's sucking all the air out of the room. It's really dealt a body punch, a body blow to the climate change movement in a number of ways. Number one, we've seen that the, the so-called experts uh, are using models that over apparently haven't been that accurate and have overpredicted <laughs> infection and deaths and by significant amounts. So the modeling by so, so-called experts, now people are going, well, uh, and we're, we're what they're trying to do for the Green New Deal and to impose things like the, the Green New Deal or Paris Climate Accord, it's based entirely on models. Yes. Absolutely 100% of what they want to do. It's not about what's happening today. Because if, if, if you know, we've, I've been on with your show many times. Yes. We talk about, I'm, I'm a climate change realist. I look at what's going on <laughs> in the real world. Yes. And, I, and I can see in the real world, the earth is thriving, prospering, and greening, and humanity, and every one of your listeners are benefiting from modest warming and increased CO2. Yes. And so what they have to do is go, oh, well, yeah, but that's all going to change in 30 or 50 or 80 years uh, based on these climate models. Uh, so the climate, the modeling uh, by experts is now being called into question and proven that maybe it's not quite so good. And then the other thing is th they're spending what, tens of trillions of dollars that really was going to be needed for economic recovery and to battle this, that money was going to be needed to impose their expensive Green New Deal and, and climate change. These are what I call solutions in search of a problem. Yeah. And the money's just not there to do it. And I don't think the people, we, we can't, uh, we, we can't just can't take it. And anymore, think about it, what they were going to try and do was the point of the Green New Deal and the Paris Climate Accord was to make fossil fuels so expensive that wind and solar would be attractive. Well, how's that going to work when oil is selling in, at under 20 bucks a barrel? It just made their, what they would have to do to make wind and solar more attractive, uh, just got a whole lot more expensive in an area when we just don't have the money. Yeah. We have got Gregory Wright's done with us today. Uh, John, sitting listening to all this, uh, I know you've probably got some questions for Greg. Um, first off, what got you interested in this field? And then second off, if the, if the flora and the fauna is, you know, thriving, wouldn't that make a raise CO2 level anyway? Yes. Uh, yes and yes. And let me talk about why I, what I first did. So I'm a geologist. Uh, I, just like you and your listeners, many of them, I'm sure have, they listen, they hear competing different things. It's too much rain, not enough rain. Yeah. Too much snow, not enough snow. And I had the same questions. But as a geologist, I knew that some of the things they were telling us about climate change were just wrong. I suspected every, uh, other things were. And, and it, was, it was this search for the truth when I went back to the base data that led to me writing the book. Um, and... There are a lot of climate change books out there, 
and I got people saying, why are you writing another one? There's so many, but <laughs> I've got them, you know, my bookshelf over here, I've probably got 50 books on the subject, but most of them just, it's like seven pages of text on a black and white chart. And it's just very <laughs> difficult to read for the, for the regular Joe or Jane on the street. Yeah. And that it's, you have to wade through it. And it's, I said, my vision for my book, I want to write something that the regular Joe that's a non-scientist can pick yeah. up and read. And that's fully illustrated. I got 90 full-color illustrations, easy-to-understand charts uh, and images. And, and that was my goal. I wanted a, a book that was eminently readable. And I'll tell you, when I found out that I, was, that I, I really had been successful, I was, I was given a presentation down in Romney, West Virginia, to the Romney Tea Party. And the guy <laughs> was helping me set up the screen in the front. And he's got a, his shirt's cut off at the at the arms, you know, I'm not going to tell you what we call those, but uh, <laughs> it's, not, it's not politically correct. <laughs> yeah. You know what the That's name right. is. And yeah. uh, so he said in the screen up, he says, Mr. Wrightstone, he says, I just loved your book. And I said, oh, well, thank you. He says, the <laughs> first book I've read since high school. And I went, whoa. And he was just going on about my, and, I, and at that point I said, I did it. I wrote this book that people will actually pick, pick up and read. And so we've empowered people with a lot of this information. It's not a political manifesto at all. It's, it's, I provide the data that allows you and your listeners to, to decide what they believe. There's, here are the facts. This is what you're being told. This is what this is actually showing you. And we take a look at it in a long-term geologic perspective to put what's happening going on in the last 30 or 50 years into that longer-term perspective in order for us to be able to analyze and compare it to the past, past times. Uh, and, and so that, that's, that's kind of how the generation of the book was an act was a search for the truth. And, and I, uh, I'm, I'm my, one of my main missions in this yeah. whole issue is to empower people and empower your listeners yes. with information. And, and we, we did that also with our smartphone app that, Oh, yeah, I remember the last time we had you on, you were talking to us about the smartphone app that had been, uh, has it been restored? In, in the... It is, yeah, because it, it blew up last March. We, I, I, I rolled it out on the Glenn Beck show. I'm down yep. to Dallas. Yep. Now, nah, he's no Jiggy Jaguar. <laughs> Uh, hey, I love I love Glenn. I'm a big Glenn Beck mark. I will I will flat out say I'm a big Glenn Beck mark. Big Jaguar. I rolled it on a Glenn show, and two days later they took it down from the App Store, Apple, <laughs> and it was we fought, and it was two and a half months later we finally got it back up. Uh, they said it lacked compelling content. <laughs> Really? Yes. really? Go look at... It lacks compelling content. Really? Go look at... Go go look at... Search for climate change apps. These look like... The ones they have available, they look like failed middle school science <laughs> projects. And this thing's got... I mean, it's 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 wonderful. It's just... That's uh, awesome. Uh, all, all the charts you need, you can have this information in the palm of your hand. And so, so, so when when did they restore it? When 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 did they put it back up? Because uh, I I think that's awesome that you won and was able to get that back up. Well, it was about two. And a half, it was middle of May, end of May of of last year. But 
what happened was because of this, I had my friends at the Heritage Foundation. I, I, I was at my wit's end. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Uh, and they wrote a story about it in their Daily Signal that goes out to 22 million people. Oh, yeah. Day. Do you get the Daily yes, Signal? Yes, I do. If you don't, you should. <laughs> um, good stuff. And so Drudge picked it up. It was the number one story on Drudge for eh, 24 hours, which is big. Yeah. And then I was on, because of that, they, Laura Ingram picked me up. And I was on that evening with Laura Ingram and One awesome. American News about about how Apple's weaponizing the App Store and the sales just exploded. <laughs> and my app developer said, you know, Greg, we were talking. He says, I think I know what to do to get it back up. I said, well, don't do anything yet. <laughs> we're going to milk this for everything it's worth. books. <laughs> Smart those. cookie, baby. Smart yeah. cookie. Yeah. And, we're uh, gonna book this. We're gonna I love that. Sp- spoken like a true marketer. No 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 no. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna... It's, been, it's been uh it got up to number one bestseller on Amazon and six or eight categories and it was yeah, you know it's fallen off recently. We're down a little bit. Uh but people are still buying it now with the with the COVID nineteen you know they're indoors. Uh, people oh, are buying, yeah. and it's it's a great again. It's a, just very very readable and informative. And it's again, it's not a political manifesto. It's yeah. It's an it's the main thing I hear from people is readable. So uh, we're we're going to be rolling out a new website too. I'm working on that today. Uh, we're going to have a merchandise section. Wow. So you too could have an iHeart CO2 bumper sticker on the back of your SUV, just like I do. <laughs> I've got a, I've got our, when I went to the gym, I wore my iHeart CO2 t-shirts. Yes. Um, so we're, we're going to be having some other cool stuff on there. That's awesome. uh, That's awesome. So, uh, I, I know that you've got, uh, you're, you're a busy man, even though everybody's locked in, you're busy, uh, doing interviews and things, you know, what, what, what I, I, I interviewed, uh, and of course, you know, you've been on the show numerous times. So, 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 you know. We 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 have been interviewing everybody that we can get our hands on, and in fact, the other day I was talking to uh, two PR people, one for uh, uh, the publishing industry and one for the adult film industry, and they were they were booking us people, and I'm like, you know, I just wish all these damn people would go back to work. I've never been more busy in my life. <laughs> yeah, and it's been, but it's been fascinating. My last commentary was. Uh, it was on how the media is dealing with climate change in an era of COVID-19. Yes. And what's fascinating, there was a, a webinar put on on April 2nd uh, on how to deal. It was a webinar with four climate alarmists, some of the best known. And yeah. they were talking about distancing. In other words, the, with COVID-19, when it was over in Wuhan, nobody was that scared about it. Oh, yeah. Then it got closer and closer until, you know, we got scared. And then when it's on our doorstep and in our backyard, now we're frightened. And in terms of climate change, they talk about distancing being, oh, it's this event that will occur many decades, 30, 50, yes. 80 years in the future. And we don't really have to worry about it yet. And so what they were talking about is what we need to do, we people in the media, uh, radio, TV, publishing, we need to make people understand that this is an existential threat right now to them. And so you're going to be yeah. seeing... Uh, you're going to be seeing some over-the-top reporting on climate change about how bad it is and how it's happening right now. We all have to, 
to respond. <laughs> One of the interesting things in the webinar, uh, they had a senior fellow with the Council on Foreign Af- Foreign Relations, Uh-oh. the CFR. Oh, You're familiar boy. with the CFR? Yes. Oh, yeah. so, <laughs> The more I read about all this, you know, I, when you used to hear about One World, New World Order. Oh, yeah, world, they're all doing the hand sign, baby. <laughs> this, this woman, she was from the CFR, senior fellow, and she said both COVID-19 and pandemics and climate change are global issues, and they require global solutions. Yeah, well, no thank you. No <laughs> Yes, you are completely correct on that. Well, uh, well, Gregory, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on our big program, and uh, thanks for doing Skype, and uh, I will talk to you soon. Thank you, sir. Yeah, inconvenientfacts.xyz is the website, by the way. Fantastic. And uh, there he goes, Gregory Wrightstone. we got to get him off the horn so he can go do his other things. But uh we are gonna take a timeout, and when we come back we have got more on the other side we are gonna try to get things going uh i got this cool little logo that i found on the internet that i can put up for twitch and uh so i'm putting it up okay back here in just a few seconds Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.